Haley. Catherine. Do you know how we got our podcast started so fast? How? We use the Anchor app. What's the Anchor app? Well, it's a really cool app. It's completely free and it'll distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Wow, it literally does all the work for you pretty much. Basically. For free? And yeah, and you can make money on your podcast. It's free. It's completely free. Anything you need to make your podcast will be all on Anchor. Wow. I'm more dependable than anyone in my life, so... I mean, (laughs) you said it. (laughs) Um, So if you guys are interested in starting a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. Thanks. spooky babes hello Catherine. hello spooky babes how y'all doing i hope you're doing good thanks for joining us on another spooky saturday love that <laughs> or whatever day you're listening to this <laughs> Catherine, why have you brought me here today you know just to hang out no really why'd you bring me here? <laughs> <laughs> i brought you here today mm-hmm tell you a story of a true crime. Ooh, I love these. A story that has happened in the past. Ooh, well, I hope so. <laughs> Everything from before this exact moment was the past, so. There you go. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to take you back to 2013. Oh, okay. Not too far away. I was in high school. Okay. Ooh. I wasn't, so. <laughs> when were you go- in high school, Catherine? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We're going to take you back to 2013. 2013. And Kalispell, Montana. We are um, with Cody Johnson. All right. This wonderful man. Fram- Framley? Framley? <laughs> Friends and family love him. He's outgoing. He's... Yes? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just feel like everyone that... Any, like, victim of a crime, <laughs> they always say this. Yeah, I know. Like, what family like, member's gonna be like, he was awful. He was a piece of <laughs> he shit. He was a piece of shit. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Spoiler, he's the victim. Thank you very much, Haley. <laughs> I watched a documentary Ooh. on this. It was like a 20-minute, like, crime something. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Little, little, quick little feature. Quick little, yeah, quick little feature on YouTube. Mm. That's where I got all my information. And maybe a TikTok. Anyway, so... <laughs> TikTok is drawing a lot of inspiration for us. Seriously. But during the documentary, mm-hmm. his mom and best friend, like, broke down during this. And I understand, like... Of course. Would you break down if I died? Would you break down if I died? Yes. Then yes. <laughs> Good. Glad we cleared that up. Don't die. <laughs> Don't die either. I'll try not to. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> we meet Cody Johnson. Cody Johnson is outgoing, energetic, like very people person, knows everybody, everyone loves him, all of that stuff. Sounds like my boyfriend. Not me, though. Absolutely not. No, no. No. Um, But he meets this girl named Jordan. Oh. And he met her when she was 21 and he was 24. She's described as shy, reserved. <laughs> me. Um, very religious though, so oh, not, me. not you. <laughs> She's saving herself for marriage. That's how religious she is. Like Ooh. all of that stuff. When he met her, he told his mom that he was gonna make her his wife one day. 
and like all those cute things that Aww. blah blah. <laughs> how sweet. He was how romantic. He was head over heels for her. Mm. So while they were dating, mm. they were in a relationship. And her friends and family and his friends and family would all say that the relationship was very one-sided. So he always wanted to hang out and she would make excuses for not hanging out. Okay. Um, She was like distant and when she did go on dates, sometimes she'd even bring her friends so that she didn't have to be alone with him. And now I don't know if it's because she didn't want to be alone with him, but you don't bring a friend on every single date. So. Right. <laughs> you yeah, it's a, little, have, it's a little weird. You'd like to have at least some alone time yeah. if you're dating someone. If you actually like this person. like Right. Their friends also noted that whenever they were at like a party or a family gathering, there was never any flirting, never any PDA, not even holding hands. Like, it, it's like they didn't even know each other when hmm. they were in public together. Right. Which is kind of strange as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand, like, the level of PDA is right. up to the person. And, like, I'm not always super big on PDA. But mm-hmm. if I'm with someone, you know I'm with them. Usually. Because, right. like, you know, I give them a little, like, flirty look or, you know, something. <laughs> I don't have to, like, like, have my tongue down their throat. I know. Like, hugging or, like, even, like, just, like, laying on. I don't know. So Jordan's clearly not into the relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it seems like. Right. After a, a little over a year of dating, Cody proposes to her. Oh, God. And she says yes. Now, Haley, would you say yes if that's how you felt about a boy? No. No. Would you even have let it gotten to that point? No. No. You would have stopped hanging out with him. Exactly. I would have ghosted I know, him like, so fast. I would have ghosted. <laughs> if I was feeling any sort of uncomfortable around him, I would have ghosted him so fast. Right. I ghost people for less. Was she, like, scared to say no? Who knows? I don't know. So, her matron of honor was named Kimberly, and they were planning the wedding together. And Kimberly mentioned that she was very excited to plan a wedding, but not so excited to be marrying Cody. Sounds like me. (laughs) I'd be more excited about planning than anything. Like, I remember telling you, I was like, I honestly want to get married just to have the party. Honestly, yes. The party seems like the, the most fun part about getting married. But I would also be excited and ecstatic about being able to spend the rest of my life with whoever I'm marrying. Right. Like, I'm like, not, I'm I'm not, not just going to be... marry a random person. Right. So, like, like, I'll... Sorry. <laughs> In the future, if I'm ever not ecstatic about marrying my husband or my fiancé, just slap me. Right. Because, like, that's ridiculous. You're wasting your time and his time. Like, and money. It and takes money. so much money to spend on right. our wedding. But the party. I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, like, I would be, I feel like I'd be really stressed and really excited to have the party, because, mm-hmm. I mean, I do love having parties, especially right. just being with everyone that I care about and who right. cares about me, Right. but I'm obviously not going to marry someone that I don't have strong feelings for and that I want to spend the rest of my life with them, Right. because the that's other, pointless. Right, like, the other exciting part of the party would be the fact that I'm spending it with that person. Right. It's a miracle it happens anyway, so, Jesus. Same. <laughs> so, at the wedding, though, maybe it was just the stress of planning a wedding, right? Right. At the wedding, she walked down the aisle, and she was bawling. Like, how awkward? No, okay. There's a difference between, like... Like, happy tears? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say happy tears is ever bawling. 
Right. So she I was would, like walking down the aisle with her dad or escort or whatever, just crying, bawling yeah. her eyes out. Yeah. And then when she was up at the altar, she was holding Cody's hands, but she was looking either at the ground or at the pastor. And Cody was staring at her, which in my, in my case, I would be super nervous, but like the only thing that I think would calm me down is looking at my partner. Right. Like, like staring at them and like making it so that there's only me and them. Because like honestly, (laughs) I hate to say this, a wedding ceremony sounds like the most embarrassing shit I've ever, ever heard of. You have to proclaim your love in front of your family and friends. Yeah. Gross. That's disgusting. <laughs> Just prove that you've had feelings this right. whole time. Like, <laughs> like, oh god. No. Come <laughs> on. If someone makes me want to have a wedding ceremony, like you're like <laughs> So you, you put the ring on the middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> You just mess up that bad. <laughs> I really think my wedding's gonna be a shit show just because of me. <laughs> Back to the story. Mm-hmm. All during the ceremony, she seemed really reluctant about it. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't actually want to marry him. Right. Which, truth be told, I think people knew that. And I think. For that, sure. And I just don't know if he was blinded by the fact that he loved her or what, that he just couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. Or he also knew that and he didn't care because she said yes. Her matron of honor um, said that she talked to her about the wedding night and she texted her the night of the, like, I guess the morning after the wedding night. And she said that she thinks that she had made a mistake and she said the wedding night was so miserable. They didn't have a good time. And, like, to me, I'm like, if you can't have a good night on your wedding night, like, what's the rest of the marriage going to be? Exactly. So a couple days later, she uh, went over to her matron of honors, Kimberly's house, mm-hmm. um, and she just laid on her couch and cried. And she continued to receive texts from Jordan saying things like, I know he's going to want to do stuff and I don't want to. And I've used the whole, I started my period spiel and I hope it works. And then she says, if I'm forced to do something, I'm going to freak out. Here's the thing. In, you shouldn't You shouldn't have problems with like, the, like, want, like the sex stuff. Yeah. I feel like you shouldn't have problems in the first week of marriage. Right. <laughs> like, that comes especially later. if you're a virgin waiting to, waiting for marriage, you should be ready to go. Like, you should be like, I'm psyched. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> like, finally, I can do this. Right. Um, Kimberly says that she speculates that they never actually consummated their marriage. Uh, which means they never had sex. Yeah. I don't know. Who, I don't know oh, who's okay. listening to this podcast. So I don't right. know if they know the word "consummated." So eight days after the wedding, mm-hmm. Cody was reported missing by his best friend and his boss because he didn't show up to work. His friend went over to their house and tried looking for him. The house was empty, mm-hmm. but his wallet and his phone were there. Sus. Everything was there. Super sus. Suspicious. If you were gonna kill someone, make sure their wallet and phone is on the. <laughs> Jesus. Especially if you're going with the whole missing. Right. Like, they just, or they, <laughs> they just ran left. away. They yeah. up and left. Like, take their <clears throat> shit. Right. So the day that he was reported missing, Jordan was at work. She went to work. She was with her co-workers. And her, her co-worker said that she was skipping around and she was, like, the happiest that she's ever been. Suspicious. Super suspicious. But did you finally get a dick or did you finally get rid of that on your side? <laughs> 
And then, so her coworker, her coworker is like a super spooky babe. Like she, she was questioning Jordan about it since day one. Mm. And I was like, you're one of us. (laughs) So she had been like, this bitch looks miserable all the time. And now her husband's missing and she's decided. Right. Ooh, she killed him. Right. So, um, when the police questioned her about her husband, um, and where he was, she said that he went out to the garage the night before and then went out with some of his out-of-town buddies in a black SUV. She told uh-huh. the police, without his wallet and his phone. Yeah. He told the police that if, if his out-of-town buddies came, that he was going to take them to Glacier Park, which is a national park. It's, it's a big mountain. She told police that they were not fighting or arguing when he left, and so there was no reason for her to be, you know... A suspect or a anything. suspect or yeah. anything. But, although... <laughs> she texted the wrong person, her coworker, and told them that they did have an argument that night, which is her first big rookie mistake mm-hmm. is switching up her story already. Yep. After he was missing for over 48 hours, their friends and family came to the house to start looking for clues that where he might have gone, yeah. what he might be doing, where he might be. While they were there though, she was getting like visibly upset and like irritated. Not like upset that he was missing but upset, upset that they, they were, were there yeah, that they snooping. were snooping that they were around her mm. like they were in the house red flag super red flag um and so she got so upset that she pulled her wedding ring off and threw it in the uh, like threw it across the room so they all left and her friend kimberly called her after they got home mm-hmm. asking about the inconsistency inconsistencies in her story and at that point she couldn't give her any good answers so she said that until this is all settled and figured out, we're no longer speaking. And I'm like, good for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she has kids. Like, she couldn't, she couldn't really, have someone yeah, like that smart. around her. The police also obviously noticed all of the inconsistencies. Stupid. So the next day at work, <laughs> she showed her coworker email that she got from a stranger. And it was a guy named Tony. And it said, hello, Jordan. My name's Tony. There's no bother looking for Cody anymore. He is gone. It also explained that he fell off a cliff at Glacier Park and while they were hanging out there. So he must have been maybe one of the buddies. So <laughs> her coworker read the email and she looked up at her and she wasn't even crying. She wasn't distraught about the email. She was just like, look at this email. And she's like, go to the police. Like, now. Like, the, the right. her coworkers, like, why aren't you She's running? over here like, see, see, it definitely wasn't me. Right. Like, you're... Clock out and go to the police station. Like, there's obviously a reason. Four days after his disappearance, and with this new information, Jordan and a group of her family and friends, and, and uh, Cody's family and friends, go to Glacier Park to try to search. And her coworker is one of those friends. And day one was not successful. Mm-hmm. And her friend was like, I did all of the work. I was, you know, sending people to, you know, down trails to see if they could find him. I was you know, planning everything, all of this stuff. And she was just, like, hanging out in the car, you know, doing nothing. While they were driving up there, she was, like, singing and laughing and, like, holding her hand out the window, like... Just, like, not like, bothered. Not like, bothered at all. all. Like, not not the, like she was going to go look for her dead husband. Right. Day one was just not successful. They didn't find anything. They didn't find any clues. Mm-hmm. They went the next day. And Jordan started beelining through the park. Uh, her friend was like, 
we passed so many places that they could have looked. And Jordan said, I just know the spot that we have to go to. I just know. And it was a trail called the Loop. There is a 300-foot drop and a safety wall. She said, I think he's down there. And her friend's like, why would you, why would he be down there? There's like a wall here for a reason. He wouldn't like go over the wall for nothing. And so Jordan hopped the wall easily, like it, like she'd done it before, like she's a pro at it. Her mm-hmm. friend said, she, she hopped over that wall like a pro, like she's done it before multiple times. Mm-hmm. So she hopped over and she walked over to a little landing where... You could see all the way down to the bottom. She goes, see? He's right there. Wow. Like. <laughs> wow. Like, she should get a reward for finding it. Like, right. She's like, I found it. Right. And she told the police that the Holy Spirit led her to that spot. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh. stop blaming Jesus <laughs> on your bad mistakes. Oh, my God. I don't have a problem with people who are religious, but I have a problem with people like her. Yeah, who blame their their shitty personality on, on Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Um, they, she also mentioned to police that this was a place that he wanted to see before he died. Why would you say that? Why would you say that? There was no reason. No one needed to know that. No. <laughs> that didn't help anyone. Like, how do you know he was going to... Uh... <laughs> So, detectives say that he was in such a remote place that a human being has probably never been where he was, where he dropped. They they made a team to recover the body, and his body was in really bad shape. Obviously, after falling 300 300 feet. feet, Yeah, 300 feet. So, they said that it was likely that he fell head first, and both of his arms were broken. Which is normal for falling 300 feet, is what they said. Yeah. I was like... Okay. (laughs) All right. Normal it is. So the next day at work, Jordan said to her coworker, now that we found the body, they can have the funeral and the police can just get out of it. What the fuck is her problem? When have the police ever just been like, well, where's there's a body? Never mind. (laughs) Right. They don't stop when the body's found. Right. They stop when the murderer is found. Right. Um, So she was carefree and like just... Happy as a clam at the funeral. Like, can you just even act like you have a heart? Like, right. one, can for you, one can second. Can you, like, pretend that you She was, like, feel texting bad? the whole time at his funeral. Head in her phone. I'm like, come on. Like, I understand like, can you make it at, any more obvious that right. it's you? Like, I understand, like, looking at your phone, like, occasionally at a funeral, especially if you're trying to distract yourself from being sad. Right. But... Just literally, like, texting and, like, laughing and, like, being carefree at a funeral like that. Mm-mm. Especially your husband. Your husband of eight days. Obviously, while she was being on her phone and carefree, everyone was in tears at the funeral, as you should be. Mm-hmm. And the police department found that the email that was sent to her phone was fake. Obviously. What? <laughs> the IP address was traced to her stepfather's house. And it was written by Jordan. And I spoke, no way. <laughs> like, what? <right>? What? <laughs> so, Jordan didn't know this, but at the funeral, they had enough information to arrest her on the spot. At the funeral. Mm. But they didn't. Because they're respectful. Right. (laughs) 
they had two other pieces of evidence that it was Jordan. There's a security camera at the entrance of Glacier Park. And up drives a car. It's Cody's car. And there are two people inside. Cody and Jordan. Mm-hmm. Two people. Cody and Jordan. She said he was in a black SUV with his buddies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, Jordan's precious cell phone has hit the cell phone towers around Glacier Park on that night. It's enough to arrest her. Right. I think it was Jordan. Wait, it might be a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) So, soon after Cody's funeral, she was arrested. And when they told her she was under arrest for Cody's murder, she didn't even flinch. Like, she was so cocky that, like, she hadn't done anything. Like, she was so cocky that she might have tricked these police officers into thinking that she wasn't a murderer. Until they presented her with all of the evidence that they had against her. Hmm. And she started breaking down and crying. (laughs) So she began explaining how she wasn't happy with the marriage. Get a divorce! The eight-day marriage. Oh my god. And that they were arguing the night of his death. Surprise. She then explained that they went to Glacier Park, and they went to the loop, and they proceeded on the trail. And she said she didn't want to go on this trail, and that she was afraid that he would fall off. And she explained that He said that he could do this blindfolded. And they thought that that was really a weird statement. Um, So he's like, I could do this blindfolded, I won't fall. He said that, and then, like, on the landing, apparently, he, like, grabbed her arm, and she, like, pushed... I don't don't understand exactly, but she pushed him off in self-defense because he grabbed her arm, and she pushed him over the cliff. Mm. So the police... With that weird blindfolded comment, that could have been that could have been left out. Why would you say that? The police think that she blindfolded him for like a sex game to lure him mm-hmm. to the ledge. Because that morning at church, he was he was like, Jordan has a surprise for me and he was really eager to go home mm-hmm. and all of the men thought it was some sort of sex something, you know. Mm-hmm. They're married. And so they found a piece of fabric that could have been a blindfold that was near his body. Now, granted, it was never proved because it wasn't on his head and it wasn't on his person. But if the place that he was was so remote, the likelihood of there being a piece of fabric that didn't go down with Cody... Highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. (laughs) And if their marriage was not as sexual as he wanted, do you not think that maybe he would try anything? To try to get her right. interested. So she knew that this would work. Because mm-hmm. he probably hadn't had sex for the whole eight-day marriage. Well, they probably <laughs> didn't have sex the full year either. Well, yeah, they didn't have... I don't think they ever had sex. I mm-hmm. mean, her matron of honor said that they, she didn't think they ever had sex. And she claims that they never had sex either. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Dang, she doesn't want sex... She doesn't want to have sex with him that bad. I don't know why she wouldn't want to have sex with him. Unless he was, like, weird. I don't know. I don't know. She said it was not premeditated, um, but she was charged with first and second degree murder and providing false statements to the police. Mm-hmm. At first, she pleaded not guilty, but a few days before her trial, she did plead guilty um, to second degree murder. And she was sentenced to 30 years in jail with no chance of parole. She was probably about 22 or 3, so she'll be out when she's 53 or so. She'll be able to live. 
Hmm. On top of her 30 years, she has to go through mental health treatments. She has to pay $16,910 of restitution for recovering her husband's body. Um, And she was sentenced March 27th, 2014. Dang. Like, that's how fast they put her away. So, that is the story of the murder of Cody Johnson. All of the signs point to her, obviously. Everything. She didn't even try. Right. She really didn't try to, like, (laughs) cover it up or nothing. Like, she literally could have just not showed them where the body was. Like, literally. They would have never found it. Right. And without a body... Yeah. They would have just... Right. But she was thinking that if they found a body, they would just leave her alone. No, bitch. That's not how this works. (laughs) God. When I was researching this, I was like, could she be... Any more obvious. Any more dumb. Any more dumb, yeah. I'm not condoning the fact that she killed her husband, but, like, she was a moron mm-hmm. about it. Honestly. Uh, but, yeah, that's the story. I'm just so, I'm so irritated with her. I know. She's fucking dumb. So, like, I was, the reason I did this one instead of one of the other ones is that it was a female murderer. Oh, yeah, that's rare. I read somewhere during my research that she thought that God would forgive her for murdering him, but not for having sex with him. Wow. Excuse me. <laughs> wow. That, it seems so bonkers. I'm sorry, but I, oh, I hate religious people like that. I, yeah, I don't. They have it so twisted. Yeah. I don't, I don't like people who, like, blame their bad personality traits on Jesus. Like Right. Or they're literally, <laughs> like, a shitty person. Right. All day, every day. But Sunday comes around, and they're like, oh, I'm a good person. Right. It, it's the same thing that happened, like, I went to a Christian school, and, like, they were, everyone there was awful to me. Two people in that school, which is why I left, but, like, like, they weren't being a Christian, you know, like. Yeah, no. Long story short, if you don't want to get married, don't. Right, just say. There's a word. No. Yeah. There's a word, two letters, that will get you out of anything. It's called no. First, it's like. <laughs> Two letters. First letter is an N, last letter is an, an O. Yeah. No. No. <gasps> you got it. Good job. <laughs> I can spell. Good <laughs> job. Did you like the mojo? I... After it was uh, annoying? <laughs> yes. It's a good story. I just think Jordan's a fucking dumbass. Yeah, Jordan, totally. I think that all serial killers and murderers are dumbasses. Right. <laughs> she could have played it off a lot better. More right. her husband, like, even if she was faking. I think that's what irritates me the most is that she was just so cocky and, like, so confident that right. Jesus was going to, like, forgive her for this shit that she just didn't care. And that's what made it worse. That's, like, adds insult to injury because then you're like, you really don't care. Right. Like, no remorse or nothing. So, did y'all like that spooky story? <laughs> I guess it wasn't too spooky. But next time you're at Glacier Park, if you live in Montana or you go to Montana... Just know, Cody's last moments were there on the loop. Ooh. See, that was spooky. That, that, yeah, that was there a little, like, ooh. <laughs> so, spooky babes, if you don't want to do something, just say no. Mm-hmm. If you are not interested in someone, just say no. Right. Don't string anyone along, because that's mean. And also, don't live a life that you're not happy with. Right. Just to Choose please other happiness. people. Exactly. 
Which is kind of the vibe I got from her, is that she was just trying to make everyone else kind of happy happy until she <laughs> actually had to live with her consequences. Surround yourself with people that you like and just ghost everyone else. That's what I do. If I haven't ghosted you, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Literally the one... No, I'm kidding. There's more than just me, but... Mostly just you. <laughs> yeah. I know. I special. I passed the test. <laughs> you got into the cool kids club. <laughs> the spooky club. The spooky club. What are we doing next week? So, next week... We're doing week, horror movie night. Yes, horror movie week. Yes. My favorite week because it's my week. <laughs> and I get to grace y'all's lives. Your ears. Your ears <laughs> with the... A new movie that you may or may not have heard. I try to go for the ones that are like that. I feel like no one really knows about. I know you're such a hipster when it comes to horror movies. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but next week we are going to be talking about a horror movie musical, <laughs> if you will. Yes. And no, it's not Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. It is called Repo, the Genetic Opera. Fun. Mm-hmm. Very fun. It was a straight-to-DVD back in, like, <laughs> 2010, 2011, I believe. Yeah. We'll be bringing that to you um, next week. And then things coming up probably later this month is the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, yeah, we're going to attack that baby. Yeah. We thought that would be fun. <laughs> Woo! So, spooky babes, as you lay your little head down tonight... Do not commit murder, and do not stay with anyone that you don't want to be with. Live your best life, mm-hmm. and choose happiness. Choose happiness. Self-care. <laughs> Self-care. Do a face mask. Yeah. That always fixes my life. Right. <laughs> or a uh, drink. Yes. Yeah. Drink and do a face mask. Drink your water. Yeah, drink, drink your, your water. water. Obviously. We're not saying alcohol. We want you to drink your water. Aggressive love and care. Yeah. Ugh, drink, uh, drink your water. Drink your water or else. <laughs> Get some sleep. <laughs> sleep eight hours. Drink your water. <laughs> Maybe go for a walk. <laughs> oh, Get geez. some fresh air. <laughs> Get some fresh air. Actually eat something. Yeah. And not just drink an energy drink or coffee. Get some little you snacks. Know you know what? You either don't eat or you eat one giant meal at the end of the day. That's true. So, you want to split that giant meal into two meals. Yeah, and don't tell us we wrong, because we, I do that. We know because we are you. (laughs) (laughs) We are talking to ourselves. Pretty much, yeah. We are aggressively giving ourselves advice. So, sorry, I've almost ended this like three times. I know. Spooky babes. While you lay your head on your pillow tonight, being the self-care babe that you are, Mm -hmm. We will see you in your nightmares. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Woo!